The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by Amy Elaine Ministries, Inc. Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Hey friends, welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. And I'm your other host, Latan Roland Murphy. We are excited to have you with us today for Real Victory Radio, where we share victory stories and just stories of God's love and his power and what he is doing in the lives of of so many people across the nation. And he's and doing a lot. He is. And we have a beautiful story for you today. And we're just going to, I'm going to start with a scripture from Genesis 1:20 to get us started today. God spoke swarm ocean with fish and all sea life. It was evening. It was morning. Day five. And those two words are what we are talking about today. We have Heather and Glenn Lamp from Day Five Art, and we're going to introduce them and have them tell us their beautiful story. And I'm going to let Latan kind of introduce them, and then we will get started. Well, I met Heather at the Asheville Christian Writers Conference in uh, at the Billy Graham Training Center when I was teaching there, Amy, uh, probably about four years ago, maybe three. And um, we, I just, it was like the Holy Spirit just drew me to her from across the cafeteria. And I, I don't remember a time I've ever done this to somebody, but I remember taking two of my fingers, the pointer finger and the middle finger and doing them towards my eyes and then back at her and mouthing to her, I'm coming for you. I see it was the weirdest thing. Like I see you. And she came over and sat with me at lunch and we talked about some of her dream projects for writing because she is actually a gifted writer and has so many talents and she began to tell me about her husband Glenn and about this new venture where they had opened this incredible art store down in Emerald Isle North Carolina called Day 5 Art and that it was actually their ministry together and she shared some of the backstory so um, later we did a book signing event down at their store and I had an opportunity to meet some of their their tribe and it was such a blessed time just to see Glenn's art and to just be able to be in that space and see our creative God, how he works so specifically in each of our lives. So we're just honored today to have you two on the air. And we want to turn the mic over to you two just a little bit. You can tag each other. We want to hear your story. So whichever one of you feels comfortable to start, we're passing the mic. Good morning, yes, ladies. Good morning. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's wonderful to be on the air with you. We're excited to have you. Can you tell us a little bit about maybe, you know, just one of the questions that we ask all of our listeners is where in your life have you experienced the most victory or are you, you know, experiencing the most victory right now? And I don't know if that'll lead into your story, but if it does, that's perfect. And if not, if you guys can just share a little bit about that, we are Real Victory Radio and we love to share about victories in our lives. And then just Just kind of tell us about your story because it's a beautiful (laughs) one. Okay. 
Well, um, you know, I, I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and answer because I, I think I'd be answering for both of us in this because we, we, we study the Bible together and we um, we just get so excited about the new things that we learn. And so I think w- w- when I hear the word victory and victory within our lives, it's, you know, the more we study, the more we understand that it's because of Jesus. And in um, that I mean, we start learning more from the Old Testament, from the front of the book to the back of the book, that it's all about Jesus. And so we'll, we'll find new stories, and it's like, wow, that so points to, to Christ when you really understand it in context. And it's like he really did um, claim the victory, and he claims it in our lives, and, he, and it pours out in our lives. And I think what we end up seeing is that on a daily basis, but we see it just as an overflow from what's in our heart. And um, and that's just wonderful, just to sometimes sit back and look at what, what God has done, what God's doing, what, uh, you know, and it just being the Bible story all together. You know what, well, I think that's I would, so would true. On that, that we haven't always experienced victory. No. You know, no. although we met at church um, back in 1997, and we married in 1998, um, the first 15 years of our marriage was really walking in the flesh. We, we, we call it a cul-de-sac Christianity. We were just doing what um, I think, unfortunately, so many of us do um, in life, and we strive for the things that the world tells us that we must achieve and attain, which is, you know, a bank account or a large home or, you know, vacations and uh, and and the more we attained those things, the more dead we became in our in ourselves. And um, yeah, we made up our own brand of we, Christianity. We really, really. did. We I made love how you said so, cul-de-sac Christianity. That's yeah, cul-de-sac Christianity yeah. is what we call it. Yeah, but also me as a as a woman, I had such high expectations for my husband. I didn't appreciate really appreciate that he was an artist, that he was gifted in, in, a, in, a, in a way that, um, that God had designed. And I was trying to design him as, you know, my own style of husband. Um, and I didn't realize that my words and, and my, my um, expectations really weighed heavy on him. And um, it, it created a lot of um, challenges for us in our marriage. Um, I could never meet those expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Unmet expectations are really hard on a marriage. How did you guys get past that? And so, um, thanks be to God, everything began to fall apart, Mm. (laughs) you know, like really and truly, I mean, our marriage. Yes. Yes. And, um, and our lives and, and and everything, every aspect just really began to unravel. And and isn't that where we um, find Jesus? You know, we come to the end of ourselves, and there he is. And so um, it really takes us back to a time of surrender, which leads me um, to Ephesians 2. I love that passage in the Bible because it shares with us what it's like to go from death, which is what we were, to life and life in Christ. And we turn away from our old way of living, our fleshly desires, um, and we, uh, we 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 really begin to walk um, with Him, and 
he's so rich in mercy and he loves us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gives us life in Christ and we can raise up with him. And that began our um, journey of praying together because we didn't belong to a church then. We were yeah. we were church hoppers. We were non-committal. Yeah, I think we just finally. Yeah, I mean, it was. We did. We came to the end where the party was over. The uh, it just wasn't fun anymore. Um, and um, I think that's where we both were praying individually. But I, I found myself as uh, as a husband saying, you know, Lord, I, I can't do this on my own anymore. Um, I it's. it's it's too much. I can't ever meet any of those expectations. Hmm. And, you know, even the expectations that I thought God had on me, which was so false. Hmm. Um, I think that's just all of that just broke, broke, uh, broke me down. And um, I began with just a simple prayer of just crying out to the Lord saying, I can't do this anymore. I need your help. I give my I give this all up to you. Um, and he started doing that work. So it started with me just sitting, waking up early in the morning, spending time with him, finding how rich and how wonderful, um, you know, the salvation is. And um, and then I would spend time praying with, praying for Heather, praying for us. Yeah, I mean, just huge. on my knees. Mm-hmm. She'd be... She'd be asleep. I'd wake up early. My heart was so heavy, and she, I don't. She didn't know it for a long time, but I would. I would sit there at the bedside, just my hand on her, and praying over her, and uh, and praying over us um, for God to do a mighty rescue. Um, so then he started doing doing the work. Um, we got we yeah. we got ourselves um, what we call a, a, a spiritual realignment. <laughs> yeah. well, you know what I, I saw in my heart um, as you were talking, Glenn. Uh, yeah, you and Heather both, as you, as you were sharing, I, I saw you take in the paintbrush, which was the gift that God had wired into your soul, mm-hmm. which was part of His plan in your future, and you're doing that now. But I saw both of you getting to the end of yourselves, and then in essence, placing the paintbrush back into the hand of God. And then he was able to begin painting a brand new picture of what your lives would look like. And um, as you guys were sharing, that's such a powerful metaphor because that's really what we all have to do is get Mm -hmm. to the end of ourselves in order to see God's bigger picture, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I love studying about Job because that was Job's story. God said, have you considered my my servant Job, who Job was, you know, he was a great servant to the Lord. But you see all the stuff go throughout the whole story of Job, and finally God says, okay, are you done yet? And then he has this conversation about who God really is. He had to come to the end of himself before God could do a work. He had to be humbled and uh, broken. And um, and I lo- it's one of my favorite stories. And it's it's the um, what they say is it's the first it's the first uh, text written. Um, but uh, anyway, I, I love that and I, I so relate to it. We had to come to the end of ourselves. I can so mm-hmm. identify yeah. with that part of your story and I loved how Heather said Thanks be to God, everything fell apart because when everything falls apart, it gives God room to step Mm -hmm. in and do the things that he so 
desires to he's do so in good our hearts. At it all. Yeah, he's Putting so things good at back it. together and yeah. And one of the things yeah. that you say in, you know, some of the information that you sent over to us just to help us get to know you better was that now, Glenn, you are working as a full time artist in Emerald Isle. Isle painting sea life using all of the bright and vibrant colors. However, it's not about the fish. It's about the story of a great fisherman, Jesus, and that your work really ushers in a conversation to talk about art, but more importantly about the gospel. So can you tell us a little bit about that and about your studio and that kind of thing? So when people get there and visit, they can come see you. (laughs) It's beautiful. Yeah, and it, and it is. It's a. It's just a result of our story. Um, it's an overflow. It is um, about the creator and not the creation. Um, and so, so um, you know, just to give you a quick little background, that's what I was doing before. I was. Um, I was actually a full time. I've been a full time artist my whole life. Um, I think before this, I was seeking money um i had to pay the mortgage or um you know so i would paint whatever anybody wanted me to paint and and i got some accolades along the way i painted for some some well-known people and um but um when when god broke me and he started me on a new journey um that's when i i started painting um i think it was one day i can remember it clearly i told heather i said I don't know what's next. I don't know what's next. I don't know what God has for me. I, I am, I'm kind of vacant there, um, but I feel like there's. I, I just need to go and paint, and I need to paint this fish. And I don't know why I started painting a fish. Well, but but there was a season because we ripped out the carpet in the living room. Downstairs. Yeah, we were trying to make we ways. We took all of the lines off of the windows. We brought the light into that room. Remember that we took yes. all the shutters <laughs> off, and then as your wife. I I watched these pieces of artwork, which today reminds me of our own personal life. But you started out with the darker colors, the yeah. landscapes, the scenes, and then over time, the more time you spent with the Lord. Yeah, and they had an element of worship. That's really where I wanted to go with it. Yeah, but they were still kind of dark. They were dark. They were dark. But then they transformed into this sea life and I was like we're in New York South Carolina why are you painting sea life <laughs> and it just didn't make sense and um but it does now it, it does, does now and all of a sudden fast forward a few well, months the walls are covered in this bright vivid sea life paintings I don't know what happened it was the wildest thing well, the, I, I, it was it was a result of the, the just hearing a nudge in my spirit saying, just trust me. Yeah. And well, you know, I want to say you. I, I'm interrupting yeah. here because I don't want to lose that point. OK, because you guys, if you're listening and you're traveling to North Carolina, you must go to their art shop and see this beautiful <laughs> art. And all of it is in primary colors. And as you were talking, I looked up primary um, and of course, this is a different meaning in a different context, but it so fits in with this conversation because the word primary, the definition means of chief importance. And uh, it also says found primary purpose. And then when you look up primary colors, primary colors are obtained by a mixing of something. And really, everything you guys are talking about is, you know, we want to categorize our lives into different little 
places and not have anything be mixed. We, we think mostly that nothing in our lives has to do with another piece, that it's all separate things. And yet God takes all these different colors of our lives and he mixes them together in such a way so that we can all function with his chief important purpose and we can actually find our primary purpose in him. And I just feel like this is so such a rich conversation and how he led yeah. you. You didn't yeah. even know how he was putting the pieces together and how he was actually helping you to, to really hone in on part of what is now your branding. When I see right, an art piece right, and it's right. all primary it's colors, I think, I think Heather and Glenn Lamp because I know that's what your brand is. Well, and I'll I'll say while the Lord was working behind uh, the easel with uh, Glenn, he was working also in my heart. And um, I was a wife of... of, um, Yeah, because you weren't totally there. I was not totally there yet. I I needed safety. I wanted the security. I needed to know we were going to be okay. Uh, I was all about setting goals and achieving those goals and... And, um, well, I'll be honest with you, I probably wasn't the the easiest person to live with for many, many years. Um, But I remember specifically, um, you know, two things. One, my brother, um, who loves the Lord, uh, Todd, walked into the house during a visit. They lived six hours away from us at the time. And he looked around at all the sea life and he said, oh, wow, day five. And Glenn just was like, went over our heads. it went over yeah, our heads. I, like, I what, what, what in the world, you know, but God planted that seed. And when, when it came time full circle that we were here and, and, and God provided a place for us here uh, to show Glenn's work, Glenn said, it's, it's not about me. It's not a Glenn Lamp studio. It's not a Glenn Lamp art gallery. It's to bring glory and honor to the Lord. Yeah. And so that's where day five came in because um, because um, we wanted to be able to share the gospel and the goodness of the Lord. But but to um, piggyback on that transition where Glenn was in the um, studio at home painting, uh, God was working in my heart. And we had attended our first art show um, down in Charleston. It's the Sea Life um, uh uh, not sea life, sorry, the Eastern. Southeastern Wildlife Exhibit. Ex- yeah, and we were down there, and, and I remember um, walking out uh, of the um, uh, place where we were staying for the weekend on the first night, and I saw the sun rise that morning, and I, I said, Lord, if this is not your will for uh Glenn's life. I, I just can you just make that known this weekend because I, he needs to get a job. Like I need him to work. And this is the first public exhibition. Yes, that. yes. Well, sisters, God spoke to me because we were in that booth that weekend, and in in people were coming in looking at his work and their comments and a group of children come rushing in and going, Mommy, Mommy, look at this, look at this. And in that moment, Gwen was painting an oyster, which I hang here in my office, will never Mm -hmm. sell it, ever, ever. So I call it the priceless piece because it's where the Lord spoke to my heart and said, I need you to sit down, Heather. I need you to sit down and watch what I'm going to do through your husband. But I cannot do it with you standing in the way. 
Wow. I sat down for the first time in my life with my Savior. Wow, powerful. And he's he has definitely created plural moments in your lives, in your business, in your marriage from the rough um the rough places that were happening mm-hmm. on the inside. Uh, that oyster painting represents a whole lot, I'm sure. It does. Yeah. It does. And, uh, and and the result was he ended up ended up providing so about a three quarters of my work at that show. Wow! Wow! And, yeah, uh, and then took care of our needs. He, wow! He takes care of our needs. And uh, fast forward a year, we were going to go back to that show, and um, God told Glenn in the middle of the night, "You're not to go to the show." We were we were packed and ready to go, pretty wow. much. And Glenn came into the room, and and he he just um, it was a very special time, and. Um, it was like 5.30 in the morning, and I said, are you okay? Did somebody die? He says, no, but the Lord has told me we're not to go to the show. I said, how in the world are we going to pay the bills? What do you mean we're not to go to the show? He says, I don't know, but I have to listen to him. We didn't go to the show, but we got a phone call between uh, that timing that a church down here on the coast had called and asked Glenn to come and paint for an Easter service. Glenn originally said no came to me and I said, I feel in my spirit, you're supposed to go. And so he came, we came, he painted. Six months later, we had sold our home of 14 years and we had opened the first anchor location of Day 5 Art here in Emerald Isle, North Carolina. We have been here five years. We are so grateful that God chose us to steward this amazing place where Glenn uses the gift of art that God has given him and shares the gospel. And after two major hurricanes, being displaced for seven months after uh, Hurricane Florence, and now we're thriving through Praise the God. pandemic, it is very clear to us that this is not by our own doing. Day 5 Art is God's business. Heather, wow. that is a beautiful story. And I Bam. just want to say Before we pray for the listeners in just a moment, there is one thing in the one statement that I have read that Glenn wrote in y'all's story. And it says that y'all realized that everything is nothing without Jesus being a first priority. And we have just so enjoyed hearing your hearts today. And I feel like I would love to ask you guys to just pray over our listeners that they would have that kind of encounter with the Lord where he comes in and just does that new thing that realigns whatever their purpose and destiny right. is for their lives. And I, could you their guys pray for that? Purpose that they yeah. find their primary yeah, purpose. I'd be glad to. Thank you so me. much. Um, Father God, we come to you um, with humble hearts. Um, they're only humbled because, Lord, we understand the grace and the mercy that you have um, given us, that you offer us. And so, Father, I pray for the listeners out there that uh, if there are, if there are listeners out there that are standing in the way, that are um, making their own salvation ways, uh, that they would just stop. They would ask you to do a mighty work in their life and give them understanding, give them clarity that they would um, hmm, that they they would trust you, Lord. That's all. You, I think throughout this whole story of our life, you've asked us to trust you each and every step of the way, and you've brought us salvation. 
Your love is so deep, and I want so many of those listeners out there to understand the depths of your love. Mm. And so this is where my heart is, Lord. Um, you, you, you say if we are gathered together um, two or more, that you, you will be there in the center of us, hearing our words, and the Holy Spirit will intercede for us. And so, Father, this is what we bring to you. This is what we ask. We ask for salvation of those that are listening that um, are far away from you, that that um, that need to know you on a deeper level. And uh, so, Lord, I ask that you bring salvation. You bring truth. You bring love and uh, to those lives that need it. Um, Father, we are so grateful for um, how you filled our hearts in such a way. We're so thankful for your word of truth that um, grounds us. Lord, we thank you so much for your salvation, your your son, Jesus Christ, that died on the cross for us and uh, has redeemed us. I pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you so much for praying over the listeners today. Y'all can get connected with Glenn and Heather at day5art.com. You can also email them at gallery at day5art.com. Thank you so much, Heather and Glenn, for being with us today. We have loved hearing your story. And listeners, go check out this beautiful artwork and just get connected with them as well as just connected and realigned yes. with the Lord. We always mm-hmm. want to encourage you to go courageously and live victoriously. Connect with us at realvictoryradio.org. We would love to hear from you and how these yes, we would. interviews are blessing your life and giving you just a new look on life to go courageously and live victoriously through Jesus. Thanks so much know. for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio.